0: Happy little bluebirds Fly beyond the rainbow Why, oh, why Can't
1: I? Yes, it's getting so in happy homes throughout the country. Youngsters have safe, easy to digest from the time they're born till they have babies of their own. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy, rapid and united effort by all the peoples of the world. We shall fight in
2: France, who are determined to remain
0: free. We shall fight on the seas and oceans, will ensure a world victory. The forces of justice and of righteousness. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. Over the forces of sanitary and of barbarism. Whatever the cost may be. Italy also has declared war against the United States. We shall fight on the beaches. I therefore we shall fight on the landing grounds. Request the congress. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. To recognize a state of war between the United States and Germany. We shall fight in the hills. And between the United States and Italy. We shall never surrender. I want you to remember, Americans traditionally
1: love to fight. All real Americans love the sting of battle. When you were kids, you all admired the. Champion marvel shooter, fastest runner, big league ball player, shooter, toughest boxer. Americans love a winner. Americans play to win all the time. That's why Americans have never lost and will never lose a war.
2: Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw with this week's battle is Best of Captain America. Uh, that's basically uh, kind of like Best of Star Wars, where we're just throwing a whole bunch of shit on here and seeing where it lies at the end. It could be anything. Uh, we've got Captain America's wings, the wings on his helmet. There's all kinds of shit on this list. Uh, with me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight?
3: Well, tonight we have the only person I know who has ever worn a Captain America costume although the photographic evidence was lost uh, three computers ago, Paul Story. Hey, guys. Uh, Up next is Pete Lucas. Hey, folks. And lastly, Dr. Brian Townsend. Good evening, America and all the ships at sea. So let me tell you how we do this. We have 32 things, characters, stories, concepts, creators, whatever, as long as it's Captain America related. We set them up. In elimination style brackets, which can be downloaded from our website at geekfights.net, we pit one against the other and put it to a vote. Winner moves on to the next round. Easy as that. Now, with our best of fights especially, uh, you decide to fight any way you see fit. You can use any criteria you want, as long as it supports your choice and makes sense to you. doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. Uh, And that is the heart of our show. We call it Geek Logic. Now when you have a complex series of interconnecting arguments, using precedents or source material or anything like that, you are laying down some geek science. If you present any geek logic that stands on the universal geek truth that we all hold dear, you are invoking geek law. But be careful, because the more passionate the geek logic, the greater the chance of geek spite, the most popular and powerful
2: of all geek logics. All right, then. Thanks for that, Mike. Uh, Let's start the fight. Uh, Paul is the absolute biggest Captain America fan that I know. Sorry, Brian. I think Paul trumps you here. And Paul, you get to start this one out. It's the Avengers versus using the shield as an offensive weapon.
0: Mm. I love the Avengers. I love Cap. I think the the Avengers really came into their own with Avengers number four, where, where Cap joined the team. Um, plus it's just a great story of you know him him uh coming out of the ice and all that stuff. Um you know there was even an era known as Cap's kooky quartet, um, with uh Hawkeye, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch. But boy, if you want to talk about something that that visually really you know jumps out at you, it is tossing that shield, bouncing it off stuff, knocking down a a whole bunch of guys as much as I love. Cap, and the Avengers, I gotta go with using the shield as an offensive weapon.
2: Alright, using the shield as a weapon uh, gets a point. Pete?
1: Um, yeah, Captain America isn't my strong point. I used to really love Captain America and read all the comics, but that ended uh, pretty much with the end of the uh, him teaming up with the Falcon. Um, so, I will defer, always defer to, uh, to Paul when it comes to Captain America knowledge. Um, therefore, I don't feel I need to go to, to go on a, uh, explain any of the storylines because I'm sure Paul and Brian will do that most effectively. Uh, so I'll just say using the shield as an offensive weapon. Uh, I would love that in the comic books and the car in the cartoons,
2: using the shield as a weapon gets a point. Um, yeah, using the shield as a weapon is cool, but I'm pretty sure the shield is on here somewhere else too. And him and the Avengers is badass. Quite frankly, you don't think of the Avengers without thinking about Captain America. And lots of the best stories are with Captain America. So I'm, I'm, I've got to go with the Avengers right now. Mike?
3: Uh, yeah, I will second that uh, Avengers um, vote. Uh, and I will invoke uh, a geek precedent. Uh, the, the shield is awesome. Using it as a weapon is a stroke of... Brilliance. I think uh, them being forced to change the shield turned out uh, incredibly well for them. But uh, there is only one shield. Some people might argue for other shields, but there is only truly one shield. And there's
2: what, like 500 Avengers? So uh, there's 500 of them. <laughs> A
4: vote for the Avengers. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Brian. Well, before he was the first Avenger, Captain America was the shield slinger. It is what, what visually, is what sets him apart from everybody else in comics. And it's just a badass weapon. So I'm going with uh, using the shield. A vote for using the shield as
2: a weapon and using the shield as a weapon moves on. We are on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. <laughs> it is the Cap of the 50s storyline versus Steve
1: Rogers. Okay, can, can, I, can I ask a clarifying question on this one, since we didn't have a chance to consult too much before the episode?
2: Right
1: ahead. Are we talking about the Cap of the 50s storyline where he's fighting the Nazis?
4: No, they're uh, talking about... Um, the, the In order to explain the fact that Captain America was supposedly suspended in, in ICE between the end of the war and when he was revived in the 60s, they claimed that there were a number of duplicates who stood in for him, One being the Patriot, another being, what is it, the uh, Spirit of 76, or Spirit of America, both superhero characters who appeared in The Invaders. The last being um, uh, someone who discovered Captain America's identity, had plastic surgery to look like him, was able to come up with a duplicate of the Super Soldier formula that didn't work and drove him crazy. That is identified as the Cap of the 50s, and he is considered sort of the anti-cap.
1: Okay. Uh, Thank you for clarifying that for me. Um, So, I gotta go with Steve Rogers, based on that being too confusing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Vote for Steve (laughs) Rogers. Thank you. Thank you for that, Brian. Um, I I do like the Capital 50 storyline, but you really can't beat Steve. Mike?
3: Uh, I will vote for the of the fifty storyline because uh, you know that was really one of Marvel's earliest retcons. I mean, Captain America had continued publication. You know that was that was a retcon. So when they brought him back out of the ice, they had to kind of pretend that those didn't happen, and then eventually say it was another guy. So uh, I uh, I think it's going to get some some props here, even though I know Steve Rogers will move on. Uh, as, as one of the uh, early and I think still fairly clever retcons.
4: Brian? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give my vote to Steve Rogers only because um, Steve Rogers is pretty much an example of one of the underlying concepts that is repeated often in Marvel Comics, um, especially their iconic characters, is that it's the man and not the powers that makes the hero. And Steve Rogers was probably the first example of that that I remember seeing. Most of the time, he doesn't even, you know, worry about his secret identity. He's Steve Rogers, who plays the role of Captain America. So,
0: Steve Rogers. A vote for Captain Steve and Paul. Well, this is tough because I put the Cap of the 50 storyline on there. One of the reasons it's tough is because it actually represents that, uh, that evidence of why why Steve Rogers is the best Captain America. Um, because it contrasts him with, with the guy who took his identity, um, which by the way, he was the the first fill-in cap that occurred in continuity. The later ones were done in a what if story and then and then put into uh continuity. But um I know as I know Steve is moving on, I'm gonna give another uh I'm gonna give another vote to the Cap of the Fifty storyline.
2: I'm going to change my vote. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> and Steve Rogers moves on. We are on to our next fight. Uh, it is Isaiah Bradley versus the Falcon. And I know what you all are thinking who the fuck is Isaiah Bradley? Uh, that's a storyline, if I'm not mistaken, uh, called Truth. Wasn't that what it was called?
4: Truth? Yes. Yeah. It's, I, it's a story. Well, you want to explain it? Go oh, ahead. I, I
2: will explain it. Uh, you guys remember the uh, what is it Tuskegee experiments where they you know yes. gave syphilis to lots of black people and saw what happened to them without giving them medication? Well, this basically implies that before they gave it to a young white man, they decided to give the super soldier serum to a black guy just in case it didn't work, and that's how you get Isaiah Bradley uh who is technically maybe the first captain america we don't know uh and then the falcon which is captain america's black sidekick so both black characters and partner. sidekick partner yeah okay uh i'm going to vote for the falcon though cuz he's kind of he's kind of badass mike um i will
3: vote for isaiah bradley uh Mostly because when this storyline came out, a whole lot of people really lost their shit at a, just the retconning of Steve Rogers, not being the first and B, uh, making him black. And, uh, it was a, it was a very, a very controversial. And, you know, a lot of people said a lot of things that I think they want on to regret because they may have revealed a little bit more about their true feelings than they thought. And, uh, I think uh, I think that's pretty cool.
4: I'll vote for Isaiah Bradley, Brian. Uh, I'm gonna cast a vote for the Falcon. Falcon the uh, Stokely Carmichael and me wants to vote for Isaiah Bradley because he is more uh, representative of how Black people are in the real world. But I don't read comics to be like in the real world. I read comics so that, you know, good guys triumph over evil and people with morals don't get screwed over. So, I, um, you know, Isaiah Bradley is just a bad taste in my mouth because it smacks too much of of history and reality. A vote for the Falcon,
0: Paul. Well, um I think I also put the Falcon. No, I don't think I put the Falcon on there, but I would. Um Sam Wilson the Falcon one of the reasons that I really loved the Captain America comics when I started reading them. He got he got equal billing with it was Captain America and the Falcon. Not uh you know, he he wasn't just, you know, in the uh in the book, he also shared the masthead. Um and uh I, I think it was an important uh that was in the 70s, And I think that was an important, uh, an important moment in comics. These two guys were, were friends and partners and, uh, their, their, uh, different ethnicities didn't affect that. Um, it, there were some, some sometimes where Sam didn't think Steve really, you know, got his experience, but, but, you know, it was two good friends, um, uh, and uh, and you know uh, the fact that one was white and one was black did not uh, did not matter to them. So I'm going with the Falcon. Uh, vote for the Falcon and Pete.
1: Um, yeah, well, as I mentioned, uh, the time that I was really getting into Captain America um, was the Falcon, and that was he was definitely one of the things that made me like that comic a whole lot better than previously so i gotta say the falcon if it wasn't and, it, and if it wasn't for the falcon isaiah bradley may not exist
2: A uh, vote for the falcon and the falcon moves on and i will say one more thing the falcon is the first african-american character black no african-american character in comics he's number one nobody comes before him the black panther does black panther is an african from a nation that doesn't exist uh mike this fight is yours it is full champion license Versus Rey Mysterio's Captain America costume from the WWE, and if you haven't seen it, it's kind of sweet. Uh, I will. Uh, I
3: will go for full champion license. Um, if you are not uh, aware of what that is, that is uh, in in the Avengers, the uh, the Bendis Avengers. Uh, Captain America tells Shield that he's forming a Shield, uh, an Avengers team. They say they don't support it. He says he has full champion license, a presidential decree saying he can form any team at any time for any purpose. That it was written into American law that if Captain America looks at you and says, you're an Avenger, you are an Avenger. If we were the only hope this show right now of saving the world, Captain America could make us all Avengers. I think that's pretty cool.
2: Uh, vote for
4: your full champion license, Brian. Uh, Full champion license is totally and completely badass, whereas that Ray Mysterioso bullshit is bullshit. It's sacrilege. I can't stand it. You know what? Why don't you... Oh, full champion
0: license. <laughs> Paul. Um... I was unimpressed by Ray Mysterioso's uh, uh, costume. I did look it up, and um, and I, I, like Mike says, I just think it's so cool that you know Cap can basically go, "All right, we're a team now." You you know, I've I've got the. Uh, it, it's not like he conscripts people, but he's he can put together uh, a, a team uh, at the drop of a hat, and. That is why Captain America is the ultimate leader in superheroes. So full champion license. Uh, Vote for the full champion license. Uh, Pete.
1: Um, Well, you know, I really don't like wrestling and I've never seen Ray Mysterio's Captain America um, costume. However, I have to think that if I did see his Captain America costume, I would think it was totally sacrilegious to Captain America. So I got to go with full champion license.
2: A vote for full champion license. Oh, this is funny. Uh, I got I, I, I kind of got to go with Rey Mysterio. Uh, full champion license is moving through. Rey Mysterio uh, is I believe he's Mexican, but I know he's Hispanic, and he was wearing the Captain America costume, and it made me feel patriotic that a Hispanic American could do that, and 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 and, and I didn't see anything wrong with it or sacrilegious about it. You guys are racist. But full, full champion license <laughs> moves on, and we are on to our next fight. <laughs> I love the fact that I just blew past the fact that I called you a racist. Uh,
1: oh my god, Brian! Oh, you called all of us racist. Yeah, I
2: called every last one of you, Brian. This one is yours. Uh, no, I was
1: oh my god, in the picture of him in the costume.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's Bucky versus Simon and Kirby Art.
4: Um. Always been a big fan of the sidekicks and or team partners, but uh, Bucky should have stayed dead when he came back to life. Even though they do good stories, they fucked him up. I've said that before, and I'll stick with it. So whereas Simon and Kirby art, it's perfect. It's wonderful for what it is, and it hasn't been fucked up yet. So Simon and Kirby art. A vote for Simon and Kirby art. Paul.
0: Bucky is, I, I always loved Bucky as uh, as Camp's uh, sidekick. I thought that uh, Ed Brubaker did a brilliant job of bringing back a character I didn't think should be brought back. It should be Bucky. So your vote is for Bucky. Bucky. Pete?
1: Um, I really have to go with Simon and Kirby Art. I, I think that uh, it's... It's fantastic. I mean, I can't rave about it enough. I've always loved, loved Kirby. Um, Bucky, I could always... He never really did anything for me, personally. I could always kind of take him or leave him. He seemed kind of like whiny and... Now, I'm going by the original Bucky, because I haven't read any of the recent incarnations of Bucky. So, um, so I gotta say Simon and Kirby Art.
2: A vote for Simon and Kirby Art. It, it's gotta be Bucky. Uh, as much as I... As much as I pay respect and homage to that those two doing their, the artwork, um, Bucky is an icon. He's kind of up there with Robin as the sidekick. Uh, I knew who Bucky was, and I never read Bucky in a comic book, ever, until recently, because he's been dead for a very long time. So the fact that he transcended the being dead, and me an ignorant person knowing who he is means Bucky's kind of sweet. Plus what he's been in the comics recently has been amazing and I'm sorry to see him go. So I'm going to, I'm going to vote for Bucky. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Mike.
3: Oh, fuck. Uh, I, um, I love Bucky. Everything that's been said, my heart says Bucky, but I think, uh, some, some amount of, uh, of, Love has to be given to the the creators, and uh, for me, it's not just for the art; it's it's the whole thing. And um, you know, without them, we wouldn't have any of this. And I think uh, I think that really needs to get uh, represented
2: here. So, Simon and Kirby art. Simon and Kirby, moving on. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Paul, this one is yours. It is the wings which are the wings on the side of Captain America's head versus I miss, I, I misspelled this here. It is Oh, captain, my captain, the episode of <laughs> superhero squad. Uh, Karen put this on the list because her son watched it all the time. There's captain Canada, captain Brazil, captain
0: Uh Paul, where'd you go? Oh, nice, nice pronunciation on that. I did not in fact see captain or my captain. Uh, uh, captain, my captain. Um, but I, I am like the one of the few people in the world that just goes bazonkers when the wings are not on. Like I hated it in the Ultimates. I, I'm glad that they at least painted the wings on the um, the helmet uh, in in the upcoming movie. Um, I I was aggravated when they had the painted wings on the on the helmet and the red brown stuff in the 70s um so i'm gonna vote for the wings uh vote for the wings pete
1: i gotta uh, you know i have not seen superhero squad and uh since it was my idea to begin with i think i gotta go with the wings i just think that is such a cool element on captain america's costume
2: Uh, vote for the wings. I am voting for the wings, too, but not the wings on the side of his head. The wings on the front of his head that replace the A in Heroes Reborn. That's right, I'm pulling up the Rob Liefeld Captain America right here, right now. (laughs) A vote for the wings is vote for Rob Liefeld. Mike? Uh,
3: that, that does tempt me to vote for Superhero Squad, which I have not seen. Uh, nor do I plan to, although apparently a lot of people like it. But, uh, yeah, the Wings are awesome, and I think I was very glad to see in some of the uh, merchandising promo art that the event Wings and the Avengers may be a little more than painted on.
4: That, that might be kind of cool. Another vote for the Wings and Brian. Yeah, the Superhero Squad is a
0: show is a retarded abortion. It sucks. <laughs> so, I'm voting for the Wings. I think I have friends that work on that show. Could you dial it down a little? Oh, wow. And, and you know, I,
2: I thought of something horrible to say there, but I will, I will pull back, pull up, pull the stick up, and not say the worst thing I possibly ever could have said on a show. Um, so we're going to move on. Pete. What? Somebody said something. Uh, Pete, this one is yours. It is Captain America number 25 versus the U.S. agent costume.
1: Uh, okay, are we talking about the uh, Brubaker issue 25?
2: I honestly don't know which issue 25.
0: Whichever I'm one guessing, you want to guess. Or all yeah, of them. although I'm guessing that was the uh I guessing uh, that was the one intended because that made the big splash.
3: Yeah, that was the death yeah. issue. Yeah, the well, I was just, uh, we
1: also have death of Captain America on the list, so I'm going to go with the US, US Agent costume just by the fact that it's on there twice.
0: Yeah. Oh, and actually, uh, there was no Captain America twenty-five because uh, Tales of Suspense uh, at issue one hundred switched over to Captain America. Yeah. So.
4: Oh, that's so, right. Um,
0: there was, I believe, a Captain America twenty-five in the Golden Age, but uh, but not in the Silver Age.
2: You guys are so strange.
0: A vote for the U.S. Agent costume. Um, I
2: love the U.S. agent costume uh, I think it was really cool uh, That they did it I think it, it stemmed from the Nomad storyline If I'm not mistaken, right Paul?
0: No, no, it stemmed from the Captain storyline Where um, The government tried to say uh, Hey, we gave you, you know, your, your government Basically, Captain America's government property And he said, no I'm not And they said, well then, the uniform and shield are And uh, they Took it so away So they took it away, and Steve Rogers became the captain. And then when he became Captain America again, uh, the guy who had played Cap during, uh, filled in for him, uh, became the U.S. agent in a variation of Steve Rogers, uh, the captain costume.
2: And now he's in a wheelchair, missing an arm and a leg. Oh, my...
3: Uh, yeah, I will go with the U.S. agent costume also. I, I've always thought that was a pretty sweet costume. And, uh, and I thought that was a good story that it came out of.
2: Another vote for the U.S. agent costume, Paul.
0: I am, I, it, I think that the, um, U.S. agent, or, or rather that, uh, Captain America 25, excellent issue. Kudos to, to, uh to the team on that one but um as pete pointed out the whole death of america storyline is coming up later so i am also going to go for the u.s agent costume um i remember when he debuted as u.s agent in west coast avengers it was like holy it was uh quite uh, impactful all
2: right brian
4: yeah, when uh, they finally get around to uh, boarding, aborting the retarded fetus that is the uh, superhero squad, they will wrap the af- afterbirth in the uh, U.S. agent costume. What so are you trying to I'm say, Brian? Vote for Captain America 25.
2: Uh, vote for Captain America number 25. <laughs> All right, then. U.S. agent costume moves on. We are on to our next fight. Uh, it's Mystery Fight now. It's the Red Skull versus Jared's pick. Uh, Karen's pick we had to put out there because Superhero Squad thing was just a little too, well, weird. But Jared's pick is kind of on the nose, and I'm surprised nobody mentioned it. Uh, the fact that Captain America technically doesn't have any powers, he is at the peak of human ability. So he's he's just the best a human being can actually uh, attain in a- all levels. And it's versus the Red Skull. It comes to me. Uh, and it's actually kind of hard because Red Skull is a great villain, but I do love the fact that if I wanted to, <laughs> it is technically, maybe not actually, but technically possible for me to uh, attain a Captain America-like physique. So I'm going to go with, uh, has no powers, peak of human ability. Mike? You know,
3: you could do that. That is really possible. But that is also basically true of the Red Skull. And it is much more likely that any one of us would wind up being a genocidal tyrant <clears> than <throat> Captain America. Oh, come on. Brian. We're all human. And uh, uh,
0: Brian, uh, shall we challenge this?
3: Yeah, you know, well. guess it's the Red Skull.
0: Uh, Paul, go ahead um i'm going to refer to it as super hyphen humanity he, he is uh he is at the peak of humanity um i like you damon i, I always thought wow that's cool you know with the super soldier serum anybody could become uh, captain america so long as their heart was pure and and their their uh, they were honorable and decent folk um and um You know, the Red Skull is pretty cool, but he is kind of, he's almost overused uh, in Cap. It's sort of like, well, we don't have a storyline, let's bring back the Red Skull. So I'm going to go with Cap's superhumanity.
4: Uh, Vote for superhumanity. I like that. Brian? Once again, it goes back to the concept of the human being the uh, hero and not the set of powers. So that's one vote for the Red Skull. Secondly, the thing that makes one of the things that makes Captain America, Captain America is his ongoing battle with the Red Skull. If it were not for the fact that the Red Skull is the asshole that he is and that he challenges Steve Rogers to be his best then Steve Rogers might not be Captain America. Steve Rogers is constantly in the gym, honing his body, honing his mind, honing his skills because he knows that the Red Skull is out there and that he has to be at his tip top in order to take on this asshole. So it's totally the Red Skull. A vote for
2: the Red Skull, and it's all tied up, and it comes down to the professed, not really a
1: Captain America fan, Pete. This one's easy for me. Uh, I always thought he was a great villain. I gotta go with the Red Skull.
2: Oh, it's the Red Skull, and the Red Skull takes the win. I, uh, sorry, Jared, I was not expecting that one.
0: We are but only, only temporarily. What? Well, he can only take the win temporarily, for he will be thwarted, as evil always is.
1: <laughs> okay. Because evil is dumb. <laughs>
0: Uh, Mike,
2: this fight is yours. Uh, it is the whole costume, not just the wings, versus the first Wade, Ron Gar- Mark Wade, Ron Garney run on Captain America.
3: Uh, the the costume. It uh, I I love that the Wade Garney run. One of the great things about the Wade Garney run is Ron Garney does a really good job drawing Captain America in his costume because it's a cool costume in the right hands, especially. And, you know, it's it's a great iconic design. Uh, you know, it's got the A, which doesn't uh, stand for France. Uh, the wings that are already on here. It, it, the fact that so many elements of his costume, he you can even co- include the shield in the costume, are individually on this list, and here's all of it in one package.
4: A vote for the costume, Brian. Yeah, that costume, it totally rocks. It's one of the best costumes in all of comics. It's practically perfect in any way. If you change it too much, you're really not dealing with Captain America. You're dealing with some guy in a weird suit. So, the costume. Another vote for the costume, Paul. Paul.
0: I, uh, I want to take issue with uh, Brian's statement. It is not one of the uh, best costumes. It is the pinnacle of superhero costumes. The buccaneer boots, the gauntlets, the red, white, and blue, the chainmail, the stripes, the wings, the A. It all adds the shield. It all adds up to perfection. Uh, so it's the costume, as much as I love Mark and Ron's run and uh, i did love it
2: a vote for the costume
0: uh pete
1: it's the costume
2: very quick and easy and um i'm not gonna give the costume a clean sweep uh it's moving on to the next round i will give a, a little love to the Wade garney run because without the Wade garney run i wouldn't give two shits about captain america i did not like the character before that run uh the character was boring uh, it, he upheld 1960s and 70s ideals, which made no sense to me, being in the 90s. Uh, so I, I, that, I think that run actually brought Captain America into the present. And, and Ed Brubaker, even though we haven't put him on here, has brought him even farther forward. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Wade and Garney brought him into the late 90s, early 2000s. And the costume though moves on. We are on to our next fight. Uh, Brian, this one is yours. It is the cover on Captain America number one versus 1940s talking.
4: Yeah, one of the strengths of the Captain America comics of the golden age was their covers. They were really pretty striking and really well made. One of the weaknesses of the Captain America comics of the 1940s is the crap that they had them say. So I'm going to go with the cover on this one. Oh, vote for the cover,
0: Paul. Um, yeah, you know, I'm actually not the world's biggest fan of the cover. Although, hey, it is in fact gutsy to just show him uh, punching Hitler before we were in World War Two. Um, but uh, I, I mean, as much as I like '40s patter, um, I think I got to go with the cover.
2: Oh, vote for the cover, Pete
1: uh yeah i really have to go with the cover a lot of the uh comic book storylines from that time period are very dated as far as as the terminologies and the sayings that they use so uh, i think the, the cover transcends all that and it's the cover
2: uh vote for the cover i'm gonna go with 1940 sayings because uh i loved it when uh Captain America said those colored guys need to move out of here. We gotta get to work. I don't think he actually said that. But I I like to imagine (laughs) that he did. (laughs) Mike? Uh, Well, you know, you can imagine him saying something a little
3: worse, too. Um, But I'm going to go I know he said something worse. uh, Yeah, I think the key words in in any of our discussions are punching Hitler. Uh, That's pretty much all you need to say. Discover.
2: And the cover is moving on. We are on to our next fight, Paul. This is this one is yours. It is the Engelhart Busima, or how do you say his name? Busema. Busema Run versus the Shield.
0: Ah, oh, this is killing me. Um, I you know what? I'm I'm gonna take a risk. I'm gonna take a flyer. Um, I actually put the Engelhart Busema Run on uh, there. It was was amazing. It had the, uh, it had the secret empire thing that basically in, uh, suggested that Nixon was, was the head of this evil, um, uh, organization. Um, it had the captain of the fifties. It had, uh, the nomad storyline. Um, I, I have met both Mr. Messrs Englehart and Bussema. uh, both really nice gentlemen. Um, And I think that their run cemented my love of the character. Um, So I am going to say their run.
1: All right. Pete? Um, Yeah, I have to second uh, uh, Paul's sentiment. Uh, We already have the shield on here as an offensive weapon. I think it could be argued that uh, the whole shield kind of encapsulates the being used as an offensive weapon, because otherwise... You don't have the offensive weapon to use to begin with. So I got it I'll go with the Angohar pushema run. Uh, vote for reading
2: and writing and drawing. Um yeah. Um the shield is 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 a part of Captain America hardcore. Uh, I remember when they came back from Heroes Re- Re- Return. Or the, it was Heroes Return. Ron Garney and and Mark Wade started up the book again. And Captain America has lost his shield, and he has some kind of vibro electro shield, and it just it just didn't work. It didn't feel right because he didn't have his shield. It wasn't it wasn't Captain America without the shield. And and he did it for like a half a second have the. Uh, the older shield from the 1940s I, and even that shield is an amazing shield and when I see it on him I think Captain America I can just see the shield and most people have just seen the shield just like it is in the, with the movie stuff and, and you think immediately Captain America and without the shield I don't know that he's Captain America at all so I'm going to go with the shield Mike uh, yeah I second everything you just said wow
4: That's odd. Brian, it's all tied up and it comes down to you. I believe the words of the song go when Captain America throws his mighty shield, not his Engelhard Buscemo run. He throws his mighty shield. That shield is not only one of the great iconic features of the Captain America character, it's one of the great iconic features of comic books as a whole. In the Avengers JLA, the last issue, when you see on the cover, you see Superman holding the hammer of Thor and Captain America's shield, and you know that there's going to be an, uh, such an incredible amount of ass kicking going on that it, it, it's it's gonna it's just gonna blow you away. You got to have that issue. It's Captain America's shield and the shield in a squeaker moves on, and we are on to
2: our next fight, Pete. This one is yours. It is Superhero Squad Captain America versus General Glory, which is a DC Comics parody of Captain
1: America. Huh. Gee, let me think. A, uh, uh, a cartoon that uh, really uh, I don't think is any good versus a parody of something that is great. Ooh, that's a tough one. I think I got to go with General Glory.
4: Um, can, I, can I make a correction here? Um, General Glory isn't a comics book parody. He is a parody of Captain America that appeared in the Dexter, uh, Dexter's Laboratory sh- uh, short. He was the <laughs> Captain
0: America Superman equivalent. I apologize. Uh, well, no. General Glory was also used in Justice League International. I thought that was Major Glory. I don't believe so. Okay. that is General Glory.
3: General, General Glory. Glory, okay, my bad, was... I made him. That was the, yeah, the uh, Giffen.
4: Okay, I,
1: in that case, I, I, I'm going to stick with General Glory hole.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, whoa. Oh, vote for General Glory. Um, I kind of got to vote for Superhero Squad, Cap. I know. I know Brian hates Superhero Squad, and I very rarely watch it, but it is a show not for us. It is a show for three- and four-year-olds, and it's ridiculous. And Captain America on there does spout just nothing but 1940s jargon because it's fresh out of the ice, Captain America. And he's very arrogant, and he's kind of awesome. So I'm, I'm going to go. And he has a whole separate team, which is the all-captains team, which has uh, Captain America, Captain Brazil, Captain Canada, which was Wolverine, Captain Liechtenstein, Captain Britain, And Captain Australia and Captain Australia used a boomerang. So, just for that, I'm going to go with Superhero Squad Cap. Mike? General Glory. You're voting for General Glory? Okay.
4: Uh, Brian? Okay, even though I was mistaken in my identification of the character, I do remember the General Glory stories, and I found them to be um, fairly amusing. And I find Superhero Squad... To be quite annoying, so I'm going to vote for General Glory. A vote for General Glory
0: and Paul. Um, you know what? I am. Uh, I I've I've seen that. And lo, a pilot shall come. Was uh, written by Matt Wayne, who is uh, a uh, a writer here in Detroit. Uh, um, another one was written by Eugene Sun uh, 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 Pal of Pal my uh, my friend Charlotte Fullerton also worked on this thing John Rosum who created Zombie um, yeah I, I'm going to go ahead and vote for the Superhero Squad
2: A vote for Superhero Squad Cap but General Glory is moving on we are on to our next fight it is Cap Wolf Versus Captain America shot glasses, and nothing says America like getting wasted on tequila from shit. Captain America shot glasses, I love them. I've got one right behind me. It's got Kirby Yard on it. How could you? How could you not love it? I'm going with Captain America shot glasses. Mike.
3: Uh yeah, I'll go with the shot glasses too. Uh, Cap Wolf was not not a good thing.
4: <laughs> a vote for the shot glasses, Brian. Um, yeah, I'll I'll vote for liquor. I'll go for the shot glasses.
2: USA! USA!
4: Paul?
0: Um, I put Cap Wolf on the uh, the list, but um, it is, in fact, one of my least favorite storylines of all time. Um, wow. I mean, wow. Captain America turns into a werewolf. Um, uh, along with just dozens of other people um so in fact although i don't i believe that steve rogers would only drink milk out of those shot glasses i will vote for the shot glasses
2: another vote for the shot glasses pete is it a clean
1: sweep you know as soon as i saw that Cap wolf was up against the shot glasses I was like, oh, I think Cap going down in the first uh, round. Because uh, I have to say, I, I really wasn't too keen on the Cap storyline either. It, to me, it was uh, just a crappy marketing move to try and, that they were trying to think of how to get more readers. And they're like, oh, hey, let's make him a werewolf. That way we can get the horror people in too. Um, I thought it was a bad move. I thought it was a bad character. Uh, so I go with the shot glasses.
2: And uh, in spite of Cap Wolf, the Captain America shot glasses move on. Uh, and we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is World War II Values versus
0: When Captain America Throws His Mighty Shield, mighty shield all, those who oppose. all those who chose to oppose His shield must yield When it comes to a fight, the duel is due And then the red and the white and the blue come through When Captain America Throws His Mighty Shield Yes, the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, where are you
3: going? Well, I was gonna go for the theme song before all that, so now I'll go for the World
0: <laughs> War <with> II <the> values. <laughs> Brian oh, Geek Spite, it is. I'm uh,
4: I'm going for the World War II values because once again, it's the man that makes the hero, uh, not his flashy theme song. Even though I love that theme song. Wow! I was not expecting that vote, Paul.
0: Theme song,
1: definitely a vote for the theme song, Pete. Um. Wow. Theme song. This is this is, this is actually kind of a tough one because, uh, um, although you know the World War Two values is awfully similar to another topic, so um, that's coming up. So I, I got to go with theme song on that one.
2: A uh, vote for a theme song, and actually it. World War II values is completely different than uh, what's coming up next. Um, it's all tied up. Coming to me, do I go with something that I sing on occasion just while walking around versus World War Two values like, you know, he's miserly and he saves things, he likes to recycle because, you know, those are World War Two values, you know? You want others as you would have them do on to you. Kill the Nazis! Things like that. Um... World War II values actually made this country a much, much better place. The theme song didn't. Even though I love the theme song, I love those World War II values. So I'm going to go with those values. woo And the World War II I'll values move on. You, you change your vote to yes. the theme song?
3: I'm not going to let for- the theme song go down for spite, just
2: because Paul sang it. <laughs> <laughs> and the theme song moves on.
1: You know, well, however, I'm going to change my vote, too yes you make a valid point damon so i will vote for world war ii values
2: so all right now world war ii values is moving on anybody else change a vote anybody anybody you No, i was right the first time and world war ii values are moving on i just wrote down world war iii values oops <laughs> <laughs> we are,
1: yeah those aren't any good at all we yeah.
2: So we are on to our next fight Brian this one is yours it is Nomad also my name va- backwards versus uh, the fact that he represents American ideals without be- being offensive to the rest of the world
4: yeah the uh, that whole ideal thing I've always thought of Captain America as the uh, American paladin he, if he has a religion it's America And I think that is actually what makes the character appealing for me is that he represents the best of of the American values and not the bullshit that we have to deal with every day. So, and Nomad is one of my, after Cap Wolf, Nomad is the thing I like least about Captain America. So I'll go with values. I mean, uh, ideals. uh, Ideals.
0: (laughs) Paul? Um, I, unlike Brian, I actually liked the Nomad storyline in a lot of respects because it was it was the one that made Cap stop and examine himself, and he w- he was worried about whether he stood for what America was, and eventually he came back around to realizing that he stands for what America could be at its best. Um, and those things, what what America can be at, at its best, are the things that I think people around the world respect. Not, uh, not necessarily what we do, but the ideals that we aspire to, they're like, hey, you know, those are pretty cool. Um, and a lot of other other nations aspire to those ideals as well. So I'm going to go with the ideals. Uh,
1: vote for ideals. Pete. Um i
2: got to go with ideals. Another vote for ideals. Mike?
3: Uh, I'm going to vote for Nomad because it is your name backwards. That is exactly why I was going to vote for it. (laughs) Oh, well, then I'll vote for it because I'm actually not so sure the rest of the world doesn't find uh, his American ideals uh, inoffensive. I'm sure they're as offended by him as anything else that we do or say. Um,
1: you know, I'm the same Just because kid. he's dressed in red, white, and blue.
3: <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, but dress up like that and go overseas, see how long you last.
4: Well, they love Captain America in the Marvel Universe. Everywhere.
0: Everywhere.
4: He <laughs> saved a lot of their grandfathers and grandmothers. He killed a lot of them, too. <laughs> well, if they were German or Italian or. Maybe Japanese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, anyway. and,
2: and a few Americans, too. Yeah, any, any, anyway. Just Bundists. Friendly fire aside. Uh, American, representing American ideals without being overly offensive to the rest of the world moves on. Uh, we are at the last fight of the first round. <laughs> Paul, this one is yours. It is the origin versus the death of Captain America.
0: Uh, as much as I think that, uh, there were elements of the death of Captain America, they were quite good. It did set up, uh, the opportunity for, um, Bucky to be Cap for a while. I, I just think that the origin is so excellent. The whole idea that he's supposed to be the first of an army and then due to tragedy, he becomes the solitary soldier who becomes symbolic of America itself. Um, I got to go with the origin
1: a
2: uh, vote for the origin. Pete.
1: Um, well, you know, I personally, my feelings on origins versus deaths, you can't have a death without an origin. Um, while it can be argued that the death of Captain America storyline was maybe a better story. Um, you're comparing apples and oranges when you're talking about something written, in the year 2000 versus something written in the forties, fifties or sixties, because times have changed and mores and cultures and values have changed. So to me, an origin is always going to trumpet. So origin,
2: a uh, vote for the origin. Um, I really did. I did love the death and resurrection of Captain America. I liked it a lot, but there's something about, I think something that you guys kind of touched on, but it, it wasn't there. The fact that Captain America was the weakest of us in physical form, but the strongest of us in heart. And it wasn't until the Super Soldier Serum that he was able to embody what he had inside of him in his heart. And he became one of the strongest representations of how great America is. You know, it's Fourth of July. I I just realized that. But I'm voting for the origin.
0: Nicely said, Damon.
2: Mike. Mike.
3: Uh, yeah, the origin. I mean, there's, there's the death, I thought it was a great storyline, and uh, it was a, certainly an immensely uh successful storyline. But the origin, it, it's it's even been retold so many times, and you know, maybe slightly interpreted, some uh, often added on to, but never really changed. You know, it's one that's that's remained. Very, very consistent uh, over time because they really they didn't need to change anything. They could just sort of fill in gaps because we we loved it so much. We want to see more of that time period, more of that story. Uh,
2: they continually go back to it. So it's, uh, it's the origin. Another vote for the
4: origin. Brian, is it a clean sweep? Yeah, yeah. They did change the origin for the Red Brown series of Captain America films, which is why those films sucked. Uh, the Captain America's origin is one of the reasons why I started reading comics, and the uh, whole death of Captain America series is one of the reasons that I stopped. So I'm going to go with the origin. And the origin moves on in a clean sweep.
2: Uh, <laughs> and we'll be back right after this.
1: Where'd you get your guinea pig? Happens to be the best damn candidate out of 600 volunteers. A secret experiment gave one man the strength of a hundred. The rest of the world, he's just
0: codenamed Captain America. And the power to save millions. The Jerry's had an experimental rocket ready to fire at a target somewhere in the United States. Only he could defeat a superhuman
3: madman. They got a fella called the Red Skull heading up their outfit. All we can hope to get in there is
0: one good man. But saving the world left him trapped in an icy grave until fate released him to finish a battle started decades ago. Yeah, he's still alive. We don't know where he is or
4: who he is. Now an evil genius is on the verge of global domination. Captain America, you got to help us. And only Captain America can stop him.
2: Ronnie Cox, Ned Beatty, Darren McGavin, Kim Gillingham, Scott
4: Pollan as the Red Skull, and Matt Salinger as the Marvel Comics hero, Captain America.
2: And we're back doing what we do every week. Uh, little geek cred. Uh, everybody's been on the show several, multiple times, but we're going to do it anyway.
0: Paul, what is your geek cred, sir? Um, for this particular episode, I think I'm just going to say I contributed to the Captain America Red, White, and Blue 60th anniversary anthology where I got to work with uh, the ever-so-awesome David Lloyd, um, who illustrated, and Chris Sotomayor, who uh, who did the colors. So that's that's my geek cred for this particular app. That you've actually written something in the Captain America
1: comic book. Yep. It's kind of awesome. Uh, Pete? Uh, well, as previous or ongoing listeners may know, I'm a third generation geek. I learned to read on comic books, and my uh, preferred publisher is Marvel, although I do like um, many of the DC titles as well.
4: All right, and Dr. Jungle
2: Bunny. <laughs>
4: um, yes, wow. that would be Dr. Jungle, Dr. Jungle Bunny to you, sir. Yeah. I um, is that hyphenated
1: or non-hyphenated?
4: It's Doctor. Doctor. is doctor. not hyphenated. What are you talking about? Doctor, Doctor Jungle Bunny. Any, <laughs> at any rate, how geeky am I? Of all of us on the show, who was the one who had the Captain America theme queued up and ready to go? I think that
0: would be me. <laughs> That's true. I got it on my computer, but I didn't have it ready to go. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. <laughs> uh, wait, now, Brian... What's yes. the ringtone that you have set up for When I Call? Um, the Captain America theme. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so sad.
2: Uh, we're going to start uh, back up right into round two. If you're still listening, a super dry Captain America episode, but that's what America's about. God damn it. Uh, Pete, this fight is yours. Is the shield as an offensive weapon versus Steve Rogers himself?
1: Um... No question for me, without a doubt. And if you're playing the drinking game at home, you can take a drink because I am going to use the I word. That shield is so iconic. Oh. Uh. It, it, it trumps just about anything. I mean, all you have to do is see the shield, and you know what the reference is. Even if it's a partially assembled shield, like an Iron Man 2, you knew the illusion, even though they no mention of it but in the, the movie. But this is not just the shield. the shield. it's not just the shield. I know it's not just the shield. However, I'm saying because it is an iconic item, and also a weapon, as well as a defensive uh, item, I am going with the shield as an offensive weapon,
2: a vote for the shield is an offensive weapon. Um, without Steve Rogers, there is no fucking shield. Steve Rogers, Mike, uh, there would have been a shield, the guy using it
3: wouldn't have been as good with it, but uh, you know, they would have made it. I mean, the shield was an accident, um, so uh, I'm, I'm still gonna go with Steve Rogers though.
2: Yeah, I would love to hear how you pulled that one off.
4: Brian? Um, what Damon said, The Shield, once again, Steve Rogers as a character is what made Captain America a Marvel comic as opposed to a DC comic. The fact that they focus on the fact that he's Steve Rogers under the Captain America mask. Even though I love DC, I have to give him his props for you know actually being a real person. A vote for Steve
0: Rogers and Paul. Um, As much as I love the shield being used as an offensive weapon, there's just no question. Uh, Steve Rogers is Captain America. Captain America is Steve Rogers. If you're going to say the best of Captain America, um, it's built on the guy. Um, And anybody else's cap is not quite cap so steve rogers
1: see but if i may make a quick interjection here Go right ahead steve rogers is captain america because he was the first it could have been anybody it could have been bruce babcock that we'd be talking about now if he had a different name and a different characterization
4: see but that's the thing is that that's the, that that's not the case and with they, 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 it's a theme that goes through Marvel Comics as a whole. It's the combination of the character of these characters combined with the powers in the situation. Spider-Man wouldn't be Spider-Man if it wasn't Peter Parker. Captain America wouldn't be Captain America if he wasn't Steve Rogers. Bruce Banner, anybody who gets the Hulk power, well, you can read the Hulk comics now and you can see any number of assholes get the Hulk power. And they're still not the Hulk. It's the character.
1: But that's because but that's because that was the character that's created at the time. It could have been any anybody else. It could have been Peter Parker as Captain America.
0: But the reason why the
1: first it was Captain what, if that was
0: the first But the, first Captain that, America, but the reason the why Captain America has lasted is because of Steve Rogers.
2: And with that, Steve Rogers <laughs> is moving on. It's over. Steve Rogers wins. And we are on to our next fight. Uh it is the Falcon versus Full Champion license. And um I'm voting for the black guy. I'm gonna vote for the Falcon.
3: Mike? Uh I will vote for full champion license because when Captain America uh invoked that to shield Spider Man's reaction was, wait, did I just join the champions? <laughs> and <laughs> I uh I thought that was pretty funny.
4: <laughs> all right, a vote for a champion license. Brian? Um, yeah, I'm going to vote for the Falcon, mainly because when these stories were written, what, in the late 60s, early 70s, um, white guys weren't hanging out with black guys. They were just sort of staring at him and going, oh, well, I suppose that he's all right. I don't know. Perhaps if he wears his mask more, then I won't be as so disturbed by being around him. Whereas, you know, the whole thing about Captain America embracing another American as an American and not judging him by his color, particularly at the time that the stories were written, was highly relevant, relevant, and relevant. And uh, so the Falcon.
0: A Vote for the Falcon. Paul. So you're saying that Cap judged him uh, on the content of his character, not on the color of his skin. Along, along the, uh, uh, to to uh, quote the words of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. But he needed uh,
4: muscle to use against the Jew.
0: <laughs> Good Lord. Um, I got to say the Falcon, he's uh, he's one of my favorite characters. Uh, I, I Captain America and the Falcon, I loved that. Loved the book when, when that was the book. Um, and uh, so I got to go with that.
2: A Vote for the Falcon and Pete.
1: Uh, yeah, no question for me, it's the Falcon all the way.
2: And the Falcon takes the win! And we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Simon and Kirby art versus the wings. Um, you know,
3: we are specifying the Simon and Kirby art, not just the broader Kirby art. And to be honest, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the early Simon and Kirby artwork. I, for me, Kirby's Captain America is his uh, his later work, his Silver Age work, and even even the crazy '70s stuff. I mean, that's that is is what I think of when I think of Kirby's Cap. When I think of yeah, Jack Kirby's Captain America, but the specifically the Simon and Kirby Captain America, uh, I'm not not really a big fan of Um, I I, I really don't think that it came into its own until later and uh, so I gotta vote for the wings voting
2: for Rob Liefeld's wings, Brian
4: yeah um, the simple fact that you keep saying they're Rob Liefeld's wings are making it so sweet that I get to vote against them now look, the wings wouldn't be there without Simon and Kirby deciding when they designed the character to put wings on It was their artistic vision that put together that fucking amazing costume. So, Simon and Kirby Art. Uh, Vote for Simon and Kirby Art. Paul?
0: Uh, You know, Joe Simon did the, uh, I, I believe it was Joe Simon, did the original sketch and design sent to, uh, 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 sent in that uh, showed Captain America it's almost the same costume that we see today uh, with uh, with the exception of the neck being covered now and the uh, and the shield uh, switching to uh, to chainmail or the shield uh, switching to uh, circular uh, so you know I've got to go with with the Simon and Kirby uh because uh, even though it wasn't necessarily my absolute favorite um era of uh, our artwork, it was the template from what which all else flowed. Oh
2: vote for Simon and Kirby, Pete.
1: Gonna keep it short and simple. Simon and Kirby art.
2: Vote for Simon and Kirby and I will be voting for the Rob Liefeld wings. But Simon and Kirby are moving on. And I know that if they're, if there's anybody still listening, they have to be pulling out their hair like, no, they don't mean that. I don't care that they don't mean that. I still love them. The wings replacing the A. Ah, I love it. But Simon and Kirby, moving on. On to our next fight. Brian, this one is yours. It is the U.S. agent costume versus the Red Skull.
4: Red Skull. Oh. One of the best villains in comics. Next to the Joker. Red Skull. A vote for the red skull. Uh Paul.
0: Sadly, not even a not even a, a skosh of a competition there. We're talking the Red Skull.
2: A vote for the Red Skull, Pete.
1: Um, yeah. Red Skull all the way. Red Skull all the way.
2: Red Skull's a Nazi. I don't like Nazis. I'm gonna vote for the U S agent costume. <laughs> Mike? Uh Red Skull. <laughs> and the Red Skull yeah, takes yeah, the win.
4: Actually, uh, ridiculous.
2: I know. I, I had to say U.S. agent because uh, that was fun. Paul, this fight is yours. It is the costume versus the cover of Captain America number one.
0: Um, as I mentioned before, I actually am not that huge a fan of the cover of Captain America number one and the costume as it stands now with its. Wait, you're not a
2: fan because he was punching uh-huh. Hitler in the face?
0: I, I, that's okay, but it's just, it's not my, my favorite Captain America cover ever. Um, I don't have a problem with hitting Hitler in the face, and I thought it was pretty gutsy that they did that before the U.S. was in the war, but, again, the costume is my favorite superhero costume of all time, so, the costume.
2: Uh, vote for the costume.
1: Pete! Oh, um... That's kind of a tough one, but, you know, I think the costume just edges it out. I think it's just a little bit cooler than the cover on Captain America number one.
2: I'll vote for the costume. I'm voting for the cover. Mike? Uh, yeah, I'll vote for the cover. Um, punching Hitler. In the face. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you, Brian. Which way are you going?
4: Suckers. You are cock suckers. God damn it. Why are you making me make the decision between this? Um, I love this costume. I agree. It's one of the great iconic costumes. But that is also one of the great iconic covers. It's America punching Hitler in the face. The only way it could be better would be if it was America kicking Hitler in the balls. God damn it.
0: But you know what it made
4: him America?
0: The costume.
4: Uh, Thank you. Anyway, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Uh well, I just love the costume, so I'll go with the costume.
2: A vote for the costume. Brian wrestling with geek spite. There, it was so close to him voting for the cover just because Paul said something.
0: It was so close. <laughs> I, I don't think Paul realized that. Oh no, I re- I got it. It's like oh, that was a tactical error.
2: Yeah, you never <laughs> say Captain anything America this would late.
0: Never have made.
2: Never say anything this late in the game. Not when somebody's... They will automatically vote the opposite. But the costume does move on. We are on to our next fight. Pete, this one is yours. It is The Shield versus General
1: Glory. Uh, Alright. My previous sentiment still applies. I gotta go with The Shield.
2: A vote for The Shield, and I absolutely agree with your previous sentiments. So I'm going to vote for The Shield as well. Mike, Uh, I
3: think even in an actual fight, the shield without uh, any wielder
2: would be Glory. (laughs) (laughs) Brian? Yeah, the shield. A vote for the shield. Paul,
0: is it a clean sweep? I am so tempted to give General Glory some, some credit, but no. It is a clean sweep. The shield. The shield. Ooh, that's a nice fight coming up in the next round. Uh, next
2: fight is... Oh, it's me. It is Captain America Shot Glasses versus World War Three. What? Well, two values. <laughs> um, and and seriously, the, the, the World War II values and, uh, and what he, he kind of stood for back then and the propaganda machine that he is currently to this day is amazing. But... I love my Captain America shot glass, so I'm going to vote for shot glass. Mike? Um, one
3: of the great World War II values is drinking. And how do you drink with shot glasses? Boom.
4: Shot glasses. Another vote for shot glasses. Brian? I am going to be voting against Mike and Damon's alcoholism and voting for those World War II values because... It was those values that made it possible for Captain America to wake up from the ice and take the Avengers under his firm, gauntleted hand and turn them into the
0: elite fighting force that they are today. Uh, Vote for WW2 values. Paul? I agree with everything Brian said, especially the part about voting against your alcoholism. We don't want to have to do an intervention, guys. and and that uh, the the values are part of what makes Captain America Captain America. So I'm voting the values. I'm value. I'm a value voter. A values value voter. voter.
2: A values voter. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Pete. Come on, get drunk. Well,
1: you know I have no morals, but I have plenty of values. So I got to go with the values. <laughs>
2: A uh, vote for World War II values. Those Nicely said, sir. <laughs> Moving on. You. And we are on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. The uh, Representing American Ideals Without Being Overly Offensive to the Rest of the World versus The Origin. I will stick with The Origin.
3: Uh, you know, we've already said things like great iconic cover and great iconic character and great iconic costume, and drink. we have left out great iconic origin.
1: Great. Now I have to drink four times, Mike. Thanks. You're going to have me hammered in the next five minutes.
3: Awesome. Uh, vote and for the origin. Drink from your Captain America shot glasses that you shot down in the last round.
4: Uh,
2: the origin gets a point, Brian.
4: Yeah, there are a lot of characters from the Golden Age that have great origins, um, but as time goes on, they suck as characters. The thing that makes Captain America, in my eyes, a character that's relevant, relevant. I'll get it right, after the lamentations of my women, um, is the fact that he has these ideals that he represents, and he sticks to, and, and they're what make him the powerful force he is within the Marvel Universe. It's one of the things that I hate about the ultimate version of Captain America is that the ultimate version of Captain America does not possess the same ideals. It possess- he possesses the ideals that a foreign writer thinks represents America. Captain America's the American version of the character has the ideals that are the best that represent the best in America, and that's what makes him the character that he is.
0: So you're going with ideals, ideals. all right. Yeah. Paul, oh. I'm going to I'm going to argue that the origin encapsulates his ideals, represents his ideals, presents his ideals, so that we can understand that his idealism is in fact what makes Steve Rogers the hero he becomes. So I'm going to go with the origin. Another vote for the origin, Pete. Uh,
1: I have to second Paul's uh, statement and also go for the origin.
2: Another vote for the origin, and uh, I guess he doesn't represent our American ideals that well because the origin is taking the win. Uh, I'm going to vote for American ideals, but the origin does get the win, and we are on to our next fight, Brian. This one is yours. It is for a spot in the final four, and this is a doozy. It is oh, Steve man. Rogers versus
4: the Falcon. Where do you go? Um. Yeah. Well, it's real easy. The Falcon wouldn't be the hero that he is today without Steve Rogers, so therefore Steve Rogers gets the win. And Steve Rogers gets a point. Uh Paul.
0: Um you know, I I love the Falcon, Sam Wilson, a uh, great character. Uh loved when he was teamed up with Steve Rogers, but I have uh, been really fond of uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, in other incarnations too, where he was not teamed up with the Falcon. And actually, if we were talking about a a knockdown dragout fight, Steve Rogers would win. So, despite my love of the Falcon, I got to vote Steve Rogers. A uh, vote for Steve Rogers,
1: Pete. Um, I have to vote for Steve Rogers also, only because of the fact that if it wasn't for Steve Rogers and Captain America, uh, there would have been no Captain America and the Falcon. So therefore, Steve Rogers wins.
2: Uh, vote for Steve Rogers. Um, I'm going to vote for the Falcon, because without the Falcon, Steve Rogers wouldn't be the man he is today. Period. A black, a black partner, not sidekick. You're right, Paul. His black partner. A guy, you know, in in a time, in a place where that is not accepted, it is not acceptable by the the higher ups of the establishment. You know, they're it's still frowned down upon. Captain America and the Falcon together uh, helped change the face of America. So I've got to go with the Falcon, Mike. Uh, you know, uh,
3: both uh, both are in their own way very powerful symbols, and they uh, both. I like both of the characters a great deal, and when I am conflicted, the fallback is physical fight. And uh, yeah, I think Paul, uh, Paul's got it
2: right. Steve would uh, win the fight. Yeah, the white man's got to beat up the black man. I see how it is. But Steve Rogers is into the final four. We are on to our next fight. Paul, this one is yours. It is Simon and Kirby Art versus the Red Skull.
0: Oh, wow. Um, wow, I hate to do this uh, because it means voting for a Nazi. Um, but I, I've loved the the various interpretations of the re- Red Skull beyond that original artwork. Um, and since we're not just doing Simon and Kirby as the creators, but specifically the art and the early issues... I'm gonna have to go with the Red Skull.
2: A uh, vote for the Red Skull, Pete.
1: Um, yeah, I have to go with uh, didn't, Simon and Kirby created the Red Skull, so therefore, I I have to go with Simon and Kirby art over the Red Skull. Uh, vote for
2: Simon and Kirby. Um, the Red Skull is an amazing villain. Uh, when used right, and I, and I have personally never seen him used wrong. Uh. The fact that he is almost the complete exact opposite of what Captain America strives to be makes him an amazing character. Uh, so I, I've got to vote for the Red Skull. Mike? Uh,
3: you know, the the geek logic of the creator is, is very strong, but I think a stronger geek logic is uh, if it's the Red Skull, the next round... It's Steve Rogers versus the Red Skull. And that's what it's all about, right? So uh, I got to vote for the Skull.
4: Uh, vote for the Red Skull and Brian. The Red Skull is so badass that um, he was a standout even in the shitty 80s Captain America movie. And if you've seen the photos of Hugo, Hugo Weaving as the Red Skull, it's it's I practically came on myself. And I'm straighter than George Bush on two cups of coffee. So, I'm going to have to vote for the uh, Red Skull. Uh, vote for the Red Skull. But I don't...
2: That's a weird statement, and I'm not going to comment on it. Because I could say some horrible things about George Bush. But that's fine. Red Skull is into the final four. Pete, this fight is yours, and it is a doozy. It is the costume versus the shield.
1: Ooh. That is a tough one. I have to go with the costume. The costume has been there since the beginning. I don't recall the shield necessarily being there from the beginning. I think the shield kind of evolved. So I have to go with the costume.
2: A vote for the costume. Uh, some would argue that the the cost the shield is a part of the costume, but the shield for me is actually more iconic than the costume and and, and in in a way that it's kind of like superman's s when you see the shield you know they're talking about captain america whether it be on a hat a cup uh the back of a a bus a a bumper sticker the shield represents him so hardcore the costume is great but I, i think i'm gonna vote for the shield here mike
3: yeah, I, I'm, I'm also going to go with the shield. Certainly, the shield is part of the costume. But when I see Captain America in costume without the shield, it looks incomplete. It's not, he's missing the shield. When I see the shield on its own, I don't think it's missing Captain America. It's. It has a oh, an encapsulation, it's, it's, uh, it's an icon, it's a logo. Um, it's, you know, it's that kind of universal symbol. And, uh, I'm going to go with the shield.
4: A vote for the shield, Brian. Yeah. The, uh, shield is so iconic that think about all the times that they've done these stories where they take the shield away from captain America or he loses the shield and he's running around without it. And he just doesn't look right. And eventually they always wind up bringing him back to that shield. And I agree that the costume is awesome, but that shield is what visually and in a lot of ways kind of kind of draws you into the character and just makes you totally think he's badass. He's bouncing the shield off of three walls and hitting, you know, the uh, Grim Reaper in the back of the head. That's just that's just that's just cool. <laughs> So I'm gonna vote for the shield. A vote for the shield and Paul.
0: You know, I I I really was gonna fall back on the argument that the shield is part of the costume, and I love that costume. I don't know if I've made that clear, but I love that costume. But the shield the shield has evolved and you know there it started with the triangular shield, it moved to the round shield, but the round shield even used to have a blue stripe in it. Um, as opposed to just the blue center with the star, and and it evolved into the shield that we see now. They have used that for the um, the Captain America movie. They tried to put together in the in the '90s. The um, the the uh, when they were advertising in its theaters, it was just the shield. Um, and again, they've kind of used that uh, this time around. Uh, so, as much as I love the costume, I think. The shield is what completes that costume. So I'll go with the shield.
2: And the shield moves into the final four. I was not expecting that. And for our last spot in the final four, it is me. It is the World War II values versus the origin. Um, and, there, and there really does have to be something said about an average Joe nobody becoming Captain America. Uh, he wasn't born on a different planet and, and had superpowers. He didn't have rich parents. Uh, he didn't find a power ring. He didn't get bit by a radioactive spider. Uh, he didn't get hit by cosmic radiation. He volunteered to join the army in any way, shape, or form that he could to serve his country. And that's kind of badass. Uh, so I'm going to go with the origin. Mike? I,
3: I'm also going to go with the origin uh, because one of the things that's kind of crucial to that origin is that World War II value. I mean, that's part of it. And the, the brilliance of the way that Captain America is brought into the present means that you can keep that origin set in World War II and continually increase the amount of time he was frozen in ice. Originally, it's what, 20-some years? Now it's much longer. Captain America's origin can be set in World War II a hundred years from now. That is what makes it so perfect and never has to stray from that. Iron Man's not in Vietnam anymore. The Fantastic Four weren't trying to beat the Russians into space. All of these origins have to change and evolve and grow over time. Captain America's is frozen perfect exactly how it was made and
4: uh, the origin gets another point. Brian. I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to put this forward. The reason why those of us who are fans of Captain America stake fans of Captain America is because he has this set of values that makes him a hero. Once again, I'm going to sh- I'm going to I'm going to put forth the difference between The regular Marvel Universe version of the Captain America character versus the Ultimates Captain America. The Captain America in the Ultimates is kind of a dick. He has the same origin, but he has a different set of values. Captain America from the classic Captain America, Marvel, classic Marvel Captain America, has sort of a New Deal mentality, whereas the Captain America in the Ultimates has what some asshole yeah i called you an asshole miller right now you and me let's go um some asshole british writer thinks that america represents okay that's not what america represents The values that America represents are in the classic Captain America. And that is why we love him. And that is why all of us are chomping on the bit to see this movie that's coming out next month, because it looks like it's going to represent those values as opposed to some guy who's just the biggest, toughest asshole on the block. He's got a shield and he's going to kick a
0: lot of Nazi ass. The values. A vote for the values. Paul, I I think that brian makes a compelling argument however i think that the origin as it as as it stands um it uh it encapsulates those values it's what tells us that steve rogers is the guy um that matters he does make this he he makes what could be a a ultimate sacrifice he does not know he's going to survive the process. He, but he, he not only wants to represent the country, um, but he also wants to stop the um, oppression and 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 horrible devastation that he saw in the newsreels of uh, of the Nazis, you know, uh, marching across Europe. Um, so I believe that the origin actually encapsulates the World War II values, and I'm going to go with the origin. Vote for the origin,
1: and Pete. Um, yeah, I really can't argue with that. If it wasn't for the origin, you wouldn't have the values, so I have to go with the origin.
2: And the origin has got the last spot in the Final Four. Uh, (laughs) It's Steve Rogers versus the Red Skull, And The Shield versus The Origin. Uh, (laughs) Mike, this one is yours. It's Steve Rogers versus The Red Skull. Uh, Well, I have to evoke
3: two (laughs) two things. Geek precedent. Uh, In the end, Captain America always beats The Red Skull. And geek law, Captain America always wins. And uh, give it to Steve Rogers.
4: Uh, vote for Steve Brian. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better than that. Uh, once again, I'm going to say, pay attention, Mark Millar. Captain America wins. He doesn't give up. He doesn't say, "Oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. America is right. I'm wrong. I'm wrong." No, Captain America wins once again. I'm calling you out, cocksucker. You. You and me. You right do now. realize Go. that
2: he's not listening to this show, and he's you don't Scottish. know that
0: he's Scottish.
4: Yeah. He's Scottish, by the way. He is. Sh-
0: well, yes, he is Scottish. Though he's Scottish. Uh, I don't care. He's a cocksucker, Paul. Um, I, you know what? I I think that we are missing the fact that a hero is only as good as his villain, and without the Red Skull's counterpoint, I can't even keep this up. Obviously, it's Steve Rogers. A vote for Steve Rogers, Pete.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's any argument. It's Steve Rogers.
0: Another
2: vote for Steve Rogers. Um, you you can actually very easily go. A hero is is only as good as his villain. Because if Steve Rogers doesn't have the Red Skull, if Steve Rogers is fighting, I, wait, let me think of another Captain America villain. Uh, oh wait. Um. Oh oh, there's that. Oh wait, no. Arnim Zola. But you understand what I'm saying. Uh, let, let's go with Baron Zemo. Well, he was a villain, right? He's a he still is. Uh, but what I'm saying is, Baron Zemo... Or, or is he? <laughs> 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 Baron Zemo, up against Steve Rogers, doesn't make for great stories. I mean, it's okay stories. They just did it recently. It was okay. But Captain America or Steve Rogers versus the Red Skull is some of the best shit that you'll ever read in comics. In any... Era. golden age silver age bronze age modern age that, that those are the best most iconic stories for for me so i'm i'm gonna vote red skull uh but i'm pretty sure yeah steve rogers is in the final uh and brian this fight comes to you the 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 symbol the shield versus
4: the origin oh well, you know, uh, as, as even though I've gone down in a couple of fights already, I'm not as as keyed into the origin as everybody else. Yes, I agree that the origin is important and it does in, me- in many ways sort of set the ground, set the stage for his values and all these other things about Captain America that we like. Still, the, cap- the character has moved on and he's evolved. And he's gone on to other things. And those those stories give you an opportunity to present those values. You don't need the origin story to see the values of Captain America. Whereas Captain America without his shield is not Captain America. Captain America throws his mighty shield.
0: Shield. A vote for the shield. Paul. Well, you know, the thing that strikes me is, as, as I said, the shield is is now different than it started out. Uh, not just the shape, but even the the one once they switched to the disc, it, it was refined. And um, as, as much as I, I think the origin is is very important, um, the shield is symbolic of Captain America. Uh, it, it is the thing that when somebody sees that, they go, oh. That's Captain America. Um, and I'm, I, so I think I just have to go with the shield. Vote for the shield. Pete!
1: <sighs> wow. Um, it's just so iconic. i got to go with the shield.
2: You must be wasted by now.
0: <laughs> A vote for the shield. That's um, an iconic drinking game, isn't it? Iconic, 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 iconic,
1: iconic. <laughs> do
2: you really drink every time we say or you say iconic? No, no. <laughs> okay, good. That'd be bad. I do. <laughs> uh, the, the shield has transcended anything, everything. When you see that 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 button, the shield, you know everything there is to know about Captain America without even actually going into the origin or anything else. It it and it. Represents everything that he stands for. It makes it you feel good inside. So I've gotta go with the shield. Mike, is it a clean sweep? Yep. Really? Just yep. 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 <laughs> We're at our final fight. <laughs> it is Steve Rogers versus the Shield. Literally, <laughs> the man versus the symbol. Uh Paul, this one is yours. Oh wow. Could you
0: put me in an, a worse bind? Well, I can make um, you go last when it's all tied up. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, ah, you know what? The shield is representative of Captain America. It is the symbol of Captain America. But Steve Rogers is Captain America. So I have to go with Steve Rogers.
2: A vote for Steve Rogers,
3: Mike. Uh, I'm going to go with the shield because i think it has become really something more than even captain america it's become its own symbol and you know we brian talked about superman holding captain america's shield i mean that's how important an object it is in the marvel universe when you see some far flung future the thing that's lasted beyond earth itself captain america's shield is on somebody's wall. When you see it stuck in the ground in some sort of apocalyptic tale, you know if that shield is there, if that shield is broken, everybody's dead. It is kind of that that it's indestructible, it's unbreakable, and you know that if something happens to that shield, something just really went down. That's big. That's huge. So it's the shield. A vote for the
1: shield. Pete.
4: Wow, um,
1: yeah, I'm gonna have to go for the shield in this case.
2: Uh, vote for the shield. I can Brian.
1: appreciate Mike's uh, very astute argument,
4: Brian. Yeah, um, I really like how Mike's Mike's analogy of of how the shield is indestructible in many ways. I think the shield is a metaphor for the will of of not only the american people but of common people everywhere whom steve rogers fights for steve rogers fights for the will and the and the well-being of the little guy all over the world and all over the universe and yeah the shield is pretty badass but i Think back to that to the iconic, iconic, iconic uh, Wade Garney run where he's caught in a plane crash. Excuse me, he's in a plane. The plane explodes, and Steve Rogers has a plan, and he pulls it out of his ass, and he still manages to save himself, save Sharon Carter, and go on to save the day. The Shield is awesome, but if without Steve Rogers, it would just be a uh, a piece of indestructible metal, Steve Rogers.
2: A vote for Steve
4: Rogers. It is all tied up. It
2: comes down to me. Um, the shield is the symbol. Steve Rogers is the man, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's not about the symbol. It's about the man, and. Uh, what he when when what he represents is is what we as Americans hopefully all strive to be don't get me wrong the symbol of the, the shield is really cool it's awesome but steve rogers is tolerant steve rogers is kind i i, I mean there 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 are things that Steve Rogers represents that transcend a, 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 a symbol that is the shield. The shield represents ass-kicking and, and all that good stuff. But Steve Rogers, the man, represents the best of what America can be. And it being 4th of July and all, uh, I've got to vote for Steve Rogers, uh, which is odd. The best thing of Captain America is Captain America himself. <laughs> he takes odd the or, or apt. I, I'm gonna go with both. By the way, David I would that say was...
3: that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is apt. Yeah, well, yeah. well he's American. Yeah, well <laughs> The best of
4: America sick. is a fixed race. Well, but you know what? Come on, let's think about this Final Four. It couldn't have been better. The SHIELD versus Steve versus his origin versus the Red Skull. That's the <laughs> best <laughs> shit about
0: <laughs> Captain yeah. America bar none. Yeah, yeah the, the second the sec, the last second to last bracket may have actually encapsulated uh, the character better than than even the uh, the end up con uh, the uh, end end contest. Um, that is uh, that is some heavy stuff right there.
2: USA, USA. Really, I can't get a USA chant going.
4: Really, it's going? No, on. not really. USA, happy Fourth of July. Yeah, well, the you America. know, because, you know why? Because yeah. the USA chant represents the worst of America for some of us.
0: I know. second seconds, in seconds, Can we go for the theme song? No, that's not. Well, we can at least play out, play, play it out on the theme song.
2: Well, uh, Mike was gonna do that. Come yeah. on, there we,
0: we gonna do that. Uh, like to thank everybody for listening.
2: Uh, Check out backlotd.com for new movie news and lots of contests. If you're in the Detroit area, look on there. There are contests, giving away movie passes all the time. For all your DVD needs, check out dvdgeeks.tv. Need Star Trek? Who doesn't? Look no further than Subspace Communique and their awesome podcast, Life After Trek. Special thanks goes to Karen for being our web presence. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr, and of course Jerry Formby for the pimped out intros he creates. You can read his blog Hey Star Trek at HeyStarTrek.net. Star Trek I'd like also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anyone have anything they'd like to plug? Pete?
1: Um, no, I'm pretty a calm week this week, so uh gonna be hanging out at my uncle's, uh nothing really to plug. Alright. Uh Brian.
4: Yeah, um as always, if you need somebody to do some really sweet 3D graphic art of, say, your City of a Heroes character, your World of Warcraft character, you can always contact me at btownsend 6 at gmail.com. If you're interested in what the quality of my art, take a look at my Facebook page. I have some things posted. Um, give me a call. Also, I'd like to give a shout-out to my... Uh, Good friend, DJ Atomos, at Star Trek Radio.net. These are the guys who are broadcasting both online and throughout the Star Trek online universe. Well, thank you very
0: much for that, Brian. And Mr. Story. Well, uh, once again, I would like to plug my latest graphic novel, uh, which is still available, uh, Made for Each Other, part of the My Boyfriend is a Monster. Uh, line of books from Graphic Universe. Um, I would also like to plug this awesome Captain America movie that that seems to be coming out uh, in just a short time. Um, and uh, you know what? I want to give a shout-out to uh, Rob Worley of Backlot D, uh, who is Eisner-nominated. Uh, Eisner's like the Oscars of, uh, of comic books, and he's Eisner-nominated for his new series, Scratch 9, about the world's greatest superhero cat. Go, Rob! Good luck. Go, Rob!
4: Go, Rob! And, uh, Mike! Go, Rob Worley. Don't actually go out and rob
0: things. <laughs> Captain America would not approve. And don't
4: rob Rob Worley.
3: Um, you can find me on the Zod Complex, con- or Zod Complex podcast, where I talk about comic books, and on the Week and Geek uh, video, t- or video show, where I also talk about comic books. You can find us at geekfights.net Uh, where you can find the brackets we mentioned earlier, past episodes. Um, We're going to have some of our old episodes remastered coming up in the feed so you can uh, hear some of them for the first time.
2: Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network or like us on Facebook.
3: If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at geekfights on
2: Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. Our upcoming battles are... Oh, wait, I'm not looking at it. Oh, wait, I know what it is. Next week is Best Animated Superhero Show. woo 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 And then after that is Best Time Travel Movie, which I'm sure will be lots of fun. Any and and all ideals are welcome. I'd like to thank you again for listening. Happy Fourth of July. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night.
4: America and all the ships at sea. When Captain America
0: throws throws his mighty
4: mighty shield. Yeah. Well those who chose to oppose this shield.
0: must (laughs) yield It's hard to not sing that thing. Keep
4: going. This is how we're (laughs) playing (laughs) that. And the the red
0: and 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 the white and the blue come through. America throws his mighty shield. It's
2: really hard
1: to do when you have three people singing at three different
0: speeds.
4: Yeah. Tempo, tempo. Some would call it impossible. (laughs) Not for Captain America. He'd find a way.
2: not back i don't care i know (laughs) fuck you i don't care about you being back (laughs) okay were you masturbating
0: no i was crying you idiot are you sure we're talking about captain america we know how much you love him (laughs) not that much (laughs) oh yeah it's it's a different kind of love
2: self-love is the best love
0: (laughs) then you're not doing it right Uh, no. Then you're not doing it right.
2: Um, anyway. (laughs) Oh,
0: that was fun. That might be the blooper. (laughs) Great. What? Captain America wouldn't appreciate that.
2: Yeah, he would. He's an American.
0: (laughs) He's an American from World War
2: II. Well, then he wouldn't like me at all.
0: That's not accurate. There <laughs> were plenty of people in, in, in the 40s that didn't have the stereotypical... Uh, that, that didn't
3: hate black people. You were absolutely right. No, he, he would hate Damon because Damon's an asshole.
4: <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. point. I have plenty of reasons to hate Damon that don't have anything to do with his
0: coloredness. Yeah. Actually, he'd probably be like, what are you trying to pull? Your name is Nomad, spell backwards.
2: Uh-oh.
0: Yeah,
3: the being black is just icing on the cake. <laughs> Chocolate icing
4: <laughs>
2: oh. uh, uh, This is the only funny part of the episode
4: <laughs> And no one's going to hear it